Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a man with an interesting history. He ran the largest nightclub operation in Boston and once joined the Federal Trade Commission, as well as novelist, writer, producer, and public policy lawyer. His book, Monkey Business, is out. We welcome Carlton Eastlake. Hi there. <laughs> Thank you. Carlton, let's go beyond the mic. How does the insanity of monkey business match what really happens in Hollywood? I mean, every time I turn a page, I'm thinking, that couldn't happen, but well, it is Hollywood. It is entirely true. It's not journalistically true in that, you know, no one should try and say, oh, I know who that character is, and they must have said all those things and done these things for that reason. Not, that is not true. It is, it is a, a, a satiric look, but it, it does not exaggerate. You know, satire, satire means, you know, sardonic, you know, amusing. Sometimes it means exaggerated. It is not exaggerated. In that sense, it really is Hollywood. And, and sometimes the most amazing or unlikely things that occur in it are the things that came closest as described to actually occurring. So, uh, it's a, really accurate look at a very you know it's a on the one hand hollywood is extremely well organized it's like a military operation but the power politics of course because things are so subjective can be very very uh chaotic uh because there's a lot of money to fight over and a lot of status to fight over and not a lot of objective standards at that level so it's pretty accurate life is stranger than what we believe how many Nicole types are there in Hollywood now? I mean, how many Nicole types? Uh, well, you know, Nicole is is not a Hollywood type at all. She is uh, <laughs> she is closer. This is this is going to I mean blow. I mean, for people who haven't read the book yet, Nicole is a dancer in a very high end gentleman's club, but she says that she's really an anthropologist that's looking for a rational life on Earth and not finding it. Nicole was based as much on my experience with talented therapists, talented psychotherapists, and their insights into the human condition. So here she is as a dancer, a, a type of sex worker, but she's really, you know, she claims to be a social scientist, and she is based very much in so many ways on social scientists and therapists that I've known. How many women are that sane and and, and have that much agency in Hollywood? Not too many because <laughs> we know Hollywood. Not no men are. There's fewer women than men now that thing in, in Hollywood, but not still not many. You've written for the Equalizer, The Outer Limits, among many other shows. How fun was it to create your own world rather than living in someone else's? Yeah, no, it's it's terrific. And and once you, you know get used to creating your own universe. You, I think you tend to prefer because it's exactly a question of creativity and agency. And, and in the book, you know, the writer has the struggle that he is trying to put his values and things that matter to him into the show. And then they're being ruined and perverted by these producers who are turning them into violent and exploitative things. Good luck. Yeah. You really want to be your own creator if you possibly can. And the book talks about that quite a bit. And he talked about that with Nicole. On social media, you recently posted, quote, my publisher and PR rep both told me I must go to five 
bookstores and give them copies and convince them I am a genius, unquote. How did that go? Were you able to convince them? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of them has my videos reading the book. Uh, two of them uh, have events with me. Uh, a third had a horrible supply chain issue that actually has confused people today, but I think it's been ironed out. But they, but they are getting the book in late, but they're getting it in uh, today or tomorrow. Uh, so, but it is, it is a horrible experience as a writer to to go in, and it's kind of a ritual because you know there are like three thousand or something independent bookstores. But the feeling is like, well, you ought to visit five in your neighborhood, you know, and really get to know them. <laughs> yeah, you should. By the way, you already ought to know them if you're a writer. But to go in and give them your press stuff, yeah, I don't know. It's sort of a hazing ritual, but it's nice that they put up with it. Carlton Eastlake joins us beyond the mic. His book, Monkey Bits, is, is now out, and it's time for the Rocky Nade. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Oh, this sounds like psychotherapy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Favorite type of tree at your farm? Favorite type of tree at the farm, loblolly pine, because it grows uh, straight and, and takes care of itself. There's a paintball game in the book. Have you ever played paintball? I was afraid somebody would ask that. <laughs> of course, it's not an authentic paintball game. It is a really very, you know, buddy, this, this ain't paintball, you know, and he says it to him. I have not pay, played paintball. I've played laser tag, and that seemed too wimpy. So I changed it to paintball. Best place in Hollywood to just get something to eat. Oh, Mooster and Frank, which, you know, is often featured in TV shows. They are lovely and allow extra time to sit there and enjoy it because the martinis are triples. Favorite TV show that you haven't written for? Favorite TV show that, ooh, that I haven't written for? Uh, last season, The Maid. It's totally different than anything I write because I, I write uh, science fiction. I, I, I write you know, really sort of psychological stuff or humorous stuff. The maid tore my heart out. Uh, uh, Crowley should have won the Emmy, although I wouldn't take the Emmy away from, you know, people who did win, but she's going to win an Emmy someday. Beautiful show. You co-executive produced Sequest. When was the last time you were in a submarine or any naval vessel? Uh, I, um, I was embedded on a guided missile frigate, a special warfare guided missile frigate. Uh, before I did Sequest and brought a lot of that to Sequest and, and, and the decisions that people were making on the bridge, the command decisions they had to face, the, the personal decisions that the enlisted had to face, that I, uh, I almost, I wanted to join the Navy after I was embedded. And anyone out there, you know, shout out to FSG 43, the Thatch, a great ship and a great crew and, and sunk at, 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 uh, the Pacific uh, exercise games, which was like a punch in the stomach. Uh, I've toured tied-up submarines, uh, but uh, never been to sea in one. That is a hard thing to do. Favorite comfort food? My favorite comfort food is mile-high chocolate cake. And if it has to be real food, I think spaghetti bolognese. Both of which appear in the novel. I was hoping you'd say that. They do. Thing you do that drives your wife absolutely crazy. What I do that drives my wife crazy is I am really a, a neatness and not free, but I'm very neat. I'm very organized because you know, I started as a lawyer. And when you're a producer, you better be organized if you're a real producer because you got you to settle 20 things a second. 
Uh, so that drives her crazy. She started as an actress and as an artist. <laughs> and so she's more impressionistic and creative. And so I think that's what drives her crazy. And, and it's funny, the, the thing that most drove her crazy is when I came off of the frigate for about a week, I was real Navy and telling her things had to be ship-shaped and four-handed. And she thought that was hysterical. With TV writers, I always want to know, when was the last time you got a residual check? And do you remember from which show? I got a residual check uh, this week, I think, from Murder, she wrote. And uh, this week or last week from Airwolf. Airwolf. Wow, that's a good show. Yeah. Oh, well, fortunately, they're still flying those helicopters. That particular technology has not much changed. So the show still works. It's time for one big question with author of Monkey Business, Carlton Eastlake, Beyond the Mic. Carlton, is there a competition between your wife and you? Now, you're both writers. She's sold three bestsellers. Is there some sort of competition? Oh, no, she's won. I mean, she's already won. I mean, this book, mate, almost no book is going to. She sold about 240,000 copies. Uh, almost no book now can do that. There's one book a year that can do that. Uh, and when she did it, there was almost no book could do it. So, uh, no, this is this is going to sell a lot of copies, but she's going to be the champ. He owns a typewriter signed by Tom Hanks, embedded with a frigate, and is a complete neat freak. Yep. His book, Monkey Business, is out now. We thank author Carlton Eastlake for taking the time to talk with us today. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. <laughs>